Opinionated. That's fun. What up? What up? What up? What up? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Opinionated. Fuck, I'm Adam Butler. That's pretty little Danny. What's up, y'all? Y'all can't see me waving, but hey. She waving real hard. She waving. She just seeing Liam Neeson movie. <laughs> she feeling real good. Shouts to Liam Neeson, man. How was the Liam Neeson joint? The Commuter was good. The commuter AKA was good. Taken Five. Uh-huh. It's not the greatest movie, but hey, I'm a huge fan of Liam Neeson. I don't know. I always get stuck in his movies. Why you ain't support the black woman to go see Proud Mary? I'm going to see that too. Okay. Shout out to Taraji B. Henson. Uh-huh. So I definitely want to check that out. I've seen a lot of good um, um, reviews on that Actually I've seen her post A couple of uh, Different fans Showing that When they've gone To go pick up yeah. tickets It's been sold out So clearly yeah, yeah. It's a must see And I've been dying To go to the movies Actually I get a little Weary and tired Looking at all my movies On fire stick mm-hmm. Sorry something, Yeah stop stealing <laughs> uh, You know what Yeah I, 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 Shouts to Taraji man DC girl for sure and, and, and that's the thing About black film I think people don't Don't Consider that we go see movies. Oh, like, yeah. like we a, once we go see. Yeah, movies. we go see the movies. As expensive as they are. Yeah, but when black folks are in movies, we go see them joints. That's why I'm telling you, man. Black Panther. I'm. It's already. I predicted this on MSR close to a year ago. Mm-hmm. Black Panther will be the highest grossing MCU, meaning Marvel Cinematic Universe. For people that's not into that, mm-hmm. MCU solo film. So what does that mean? Other than movies with the names Avengers, mm-hmm. which make like billion dollars, right? right. So, other than those two, you mean like a Spider Man? Yeah, the solo, the solo drinks, okay. right? It's going to make more money than any of them. It's yeah. going to be the highest grossing MCU movie, I believe ever, that. I ever. Believe right that. now, the highest grossing one is um, Iron Man three. I can't, I don't have the numbers on top of my head, but it's the highest grossing one. It already the pre sales and all that already surpassing um, big movies like Captain America: Civil War and all that. Man, it's going to be dope. Yes. So, shouts to shouts to all the black filmmakers, all the black creatives out there, man. Everyone that's bought a ticket, everyone that's yeah. gonna like. See, this is what I love when we actually put our minds literally to something mm-hmm. and we got a point to prove. Look mm-hmm. how we show up in numbers. Oh, like, we definitely got to do this and other stuff. Yeah, but come on, let's really, 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 really put this this movie in a good mark in history. Yeah. One last thing um, before we before we get into our topic. Which is a fun one today We're going to be um, putting our lawyer caps on um, And we need y'all to be the judge and jury You know, let us know on social what you think about it But before that um, And just to, to a point you just made about unifying And all this and that And, and, and you know, big and small, right Shouts to David Letterman He has a, a show on Netflix called My, My Next Guest Needs No Introduction And his first guest was President Barack Obama I saw that searching so, for a movie No, I actually yeah. Just saw it across the screen yeah. when I was looking for something on Netflix yeah. to watch yesterday. Did you watch it? No, I didn't watch it. Watch it. It's okay. it's 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 really good. I mean, it's an interview. You know, they they they're, they're clearly friends. They're having fun with each other, but. Obama gets into a lot of things. Obama won't go into the Trump thing, so don't look for don't look for him to go into you know. Classy man. Yeah, you know, presidents aren't supposed to talk. Bush never talked about him to mm-hmm. to Bush's credit. Bush never talked about Obama. He never. That's just not what they do. Mm-hmm. Clinton didn't do it to Bush. That's just not how it works. So he's not going to sit there and talk about Trump. But what he does talk about is his views on young people and and the younger generation and what he feels like we can do and what we should be doing and how he wants to help. And I think it's just dope. We talk about everybody kind of coming together and putting their heads together. So. Shouts to that man. Check it out on Netflix. Yeah, I, you might have to elaborate more on that. Yeah, we can have talk a about show that. out of that. Yeah, we can do that. For, we can do for that our, for our lifestyle and entertainment folk who yeah. get a little uh, 
teary-eyed at all of the sports <laughs> all the time. Well, you know, because I think about sports. We go to t- actually with this topic, like sports. Sports transcends just athletes on the field. Sports is about life. Sports is about you know. Sports has lessons in it. Has social commentary in it. You know, we talked about Kaepernick a bunch of times this season when we had Dior on. We talked about certain things. And when Nate Burleson was on, he talked about the social, he, issues, social issues and, and stuff. So. You know, it's a great vehicle to talk about whatever we want. That's why we do this, man. So what we are going to talk about today is um, it, it's more about two leagues, right? And, and, and help us understand, like, as I know, Danny, you, you, you kind of brought this one up, man. Help us understand what we're going to be talking about today. So basically, we're in a time where we're shifting and seeing that the NFL is not necessarily the American sport anymore. Mm. So a couple of guys, one being Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Shout a huge Kareem. NBA legend, yeah. truly thinks that the NBA is getting ready to, getting ready to surpass the NFL. Now, mm. I know that bringing up a lot of the social issues that you were talking about earlier, we've done race and mm-hmm. the whole protest thing and then Trump and all of that. Mm-hmm. It really has changed my viewpoint. And then you can just see how numbers basically translate into the money. Mm-hmm. You can see that it's clearly declining mm-hmm. um so basically what we're gonna do is give our viewpoint on where we think what is the real league of mm-hmm. the future i'm going with the nba you're going with the nfl yeah so we, the way we're going to do this is that we're going to we're going to defend the league right as if we were lawyers or lobbyists for this particular league i'm going to defend the nfl um, Danny's going to defend the NBA. And again, when you all listen to this episode, hit us on social and let us know who you think won this debate and why they won this debate. Oh, okay. And you all you all will be the deciding factor because the people always matter. Right. Again, we're just playing lobbyists for these two for these two leagues. So Danny, you want to kick it off on why you think the NBA is is um, superior to the NFL? I mean, one, you can just see the main thing here would be the injury, CTE. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was an article that came out uh, earlier, well, earlier last year, I forgot mm-hmm. when the beginning mm-hmm. of a new year, but there was a case done on 111 football players, and out of those 111, 110 guys yeah, yeah. actually had CT. Yeah. So you're not going to see a lot of parents wanting to, you know, send their kids in, in, in um, playing football. Now, mm-hmm. Like you mentioned before, football is a great um, vehicle to show you different things like leadership and mm-hmm. integrity and teamwork and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. As NBA is too, however, I feel like um, just with the intensity and the barbarianness and stuff like mm-hmm. that, just the, the impact of the entertainment levels are just different. Mm-hmm. Because of the injuries, that's also going to decline. You're not going to find yourself enjoying those kind of things anymore. Right, right. Um also, the NBA is a good proponent of uh, using their marketing ability to show the great superstars. Mm. The NFL shows more of helmets. We don't necessarily recognize guys unless mm. they're at Tom mm-hmm. Brady or Odell Beckham. Unless you're me and you're a creep and you're always looking at football stuff. You're not going to yeah, know Yeah, you're a creep. Shut your mouth. You're not going to know. I like them tights. <laughs> yeah, not to mention... Um, there's been an increasing in youth choosing basketball to play over football. And that could be because of the star ability that you have, or the star power, rather, in the NBA. I feel like there's a lot more star power in the NBA with uh, up-and-coming players as well, with, like, the Greek Freak and Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. And you don't necessarily see a lot of that in the NFL because of the way that they market. Mm-hmm. And then... What I also like is that the NBA is being a lot more tolerant of social issues. Mm. They are um, really good at being proactive as opposed to the NBA, NBA, I mean, excuse me, NFL NFL being reactionary. And I think I brought that up on 
a few other episodes that my frustration with the NFL is that they hold a lot of the information. They find out a lot of stuff just like the NBA mm. does as well. But instead of um, being a leader of the information and, and being able to decipher between uh, the drama and reality, they pro- mm-hmm. they choose to hold on to it, try to figure it out, and it doesn't ever work out for them. Mm-hmm. Whereas Adam Silva is doing a great job of taking a situation at hand and delving right into it. Such in cases like the officiating. Mm. We know that there's a problem with referees versus the NBA players. You've seen Adam Silva come out a few times. He's done a few articles. I mean, mm-hmm. you can just see... We talked about leadership. Leadership goes a long way. You can see the difference in the climate and the culture that Mm -hmm. one is clearly maybe not surpassing by margin, but Mm -hmm. you can see that there's a shift where um, baseball used to be the American sport. Football was the American sport. And now you can kind of see that there's a shift change. To Mm -hmm. me, a lot of the reading that I've done is kind of generational. At a time and a period where baseball was prevalent, there was a reason for that. Mm -hmm. And then there was a reason why football came into play. And now... Mm -hmm. Because of the things that I've mentioned, mainly I think a lot of the issues are because of the injuries, mm-hmm. and you're not going to have a lot of parents putting their kids through this sport anyway. You're having, you're forced to find something else mm-hmm. to love. Mm-hmm. You That's my case. All right, you made your case. You you do a lot of reading. I like that. <laughs> you read. You know, you you you're very well read, man. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Well, I do have the. Uh, it seems impossible task and, and definitely not um, one a task that one would envy of defending the NFL today with, you know, the idea of the league being racist, with the captain going on and with CTE. Those are big issues. I can't deny those issues. And, um, I, you know, I, I understand those. However, history is history. And we've seen this before. Right. And I think the NBA really benefits when they have a, a, a world renowned superstar. So I think that if you look at it as in, in waves, right, the NBA waves peak when the NFL waves sort of stay, stay consistent. Right. So the NBA will dip and, and jump, dip and jump. Right. So here's an example of the NBA dipping and jumping in the 60s. The NBA was very popular because the Boston Celtics were very popular. Right. You had the Boston Celtics versus L.A. Lakers rivalry. Right. So at the time, beyond, now baseball was king at this time. Baseball and boxing were king. Right. Because you had Muhammad Ali in boxing. You know, what I mean, and you had, <clears throat> you know, baseball was just. A easy sport to follow because it was made for radio and people were listening to the radio at the time as opposed to the NBA and the NFL being made for television. Mm-hmm. Those are TV, those are sports. So boxing and, and baseball were easy to listen to on the radio because it was like, you know, you know, slow periods in the baseball game and people would just go to the game. It was like a family thing, whatever, whatever. Right. Then it dipped in the 70s. Dip, talking about the NBA. Dipped for ugly reasons, too. A lot of racial reasons. You had the ABA, you had the NBA split. You had um, a lot of black players from the Rucker and, and, and playground guys in the league. This is well documented that people were actually upset that there was a lot of hot dog and black guys in the league and they didn't want to watch this. Right. Mm-hmm. So the NFL started to creep up. The NFL was popular in the 70s. You know what I'm saying? The NFL, that's when it kind of sort of came into his own right NFL films. I don't think had been. Yeah. NFL films had been established. So you had this kind of like, you know, cinematic view of how the game looked. Oh, and the ball flies through the air, that type of thing. Right. People love that. Right. You had stars in the league, blah, 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 blah. The NBA dipped, but the NBA reigned supreme again when Magic Johnson and Larry Bird entered the league. Mm -hmm. Two college rivals, one black, one white. Black guy plays in La La Land. White guy plays in Boston. Mm -hmm. White guy is the shit. 
by the way. White guys, to, oh my God, it's Larry Bird, it's, it is LeBron James. I'm not getting, I'm not opening that can of words. Right. I'm just saying that dude was the shit. I think a lot of us kind of forget how good Larry Bird was. And Magic Johnson, oh my God, Magic Johnson. So the, the, the rating spike, the NBA was in such a bad spot at that time that they didn't even play the games live. In fact, Larry Bird, if I'm not mistaken, I know my dad could correct me on this one. Larry Bird and Magic Johnson's first, no, Magic Johnson's first championship um, finals, NBA Finals series was not played live, I think. Mm-hmm. I think, like, it, it was literally, <clears throat> excuse me, I think it was literally replayed at, um, like, at 9 o'clock or something. Weird. So the NBA spiked back up, and through the 80s, the NBA wasn't dominant over the NFL, but it was the popular sport. Mm-hmm. Magic got a little older. Larry especially got older. Larry's back started hurting. All of a sudden, the best team in the NBA is the Detroit Pistons. For about two or three years, the NBA dipped just a little, and the NFL sprouted up because Joe Montana and the 49ers were killing it, right? Mm -hmm. The Redskins were killing it at the time, the Giants, Lawrence Taylor. But it still wasn't like a supreme spike. It just was now it never dips is what I'm saying with the NFL when the NBA does. Mm -hmm. Now, the NBA spiked heavily when you know who came along. Mm -hmm. Michael Jordan... And again, I, I know I realize I'm giving a history lesson here, but it's relevant to what we're talking about. Michael Jordan in the 90s, I remember this argument going on that, wow, the NBA is supreme. But it was because Michael Jordan was supreme. Mm-hmm. Just a few weeks ago, you were making fun of me because I because I got some sneakers in the mail. Shouts to Yeezy. Um, just a few weeks ago, I bought a sneaker called the Gatorade 6. This is a Gatorade-themed Jordan. Mm-hmm. Jordan 6 came out in 1993, I believe, off of, and this, this campaign that they're putting out in 2018 is based off a campaign that was going on in, like, 92, the Be Like Mike campaign. That's how popular this dude was, right? Michael Jordan was, you know, the NBA, and the NBA was on top. You had inside the NBA, Amar Rashad, all this stuff, and then guys like Iverson and all them start coming in, and they sort of fed off of that popularity, Pity, Shaq, you know, whatever, right? But then Jordan retires, and now you're just left with the Kobe, Shaq, Lakers, and the NBA did what? Decline. It declined. And the NFL stayed and, tr- and soldiered on, soldiered on. Mind you, in the 70s, you had guys getting their neck broken, paralyzed for the rest of their lives in the NFL. This is not new, right? It's always been viewed as a dangerous game. Now, why is the NBA on top right now? This is going to put a smile on your face. Mm-hmm. Go on and tell me. Why the NBA on top because right we now? we have another star. Yes. And Le- LeBron James. LeBron James. Which is really Michael Jordan 2.0. Let's, yes. let's be very clear, and LeBron would probably state this to the people in his camp with, that it's yeah. modeled heavily and tweaked in yeah. our in our day sure. and time, heavily modeled after the after the Michael Jordan branding campaign. Absolutely, and I, and I think as far as this branding, and in terms of just two national, international, I mean, as far as having being an international superstar, it's hard for us to understand how big Magic and Larry were because we were kids. We were right. we were barely born when they were, like, right. reigning, you know what I mean? But those guys were superstars. So, they, so to, to wrap this up, for me, for my, my, my defense, and then we could just debate after this. The NBA is always dependent on the face because, like you said, you said in another show, you're a fan of the player not the team. The NFL has a thing that the NBA doesn't. The NFL has logos. Mm-hmm. The NFL has team. The, 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 
the Green Bay Packers will root for whoever wears a Packer uniform. Mm-hmm. When when um, Aaron Rodgers went down this year, they still rooted for the Packers. They didn't go, oh, well, we're not going to watch it because, you know, Aaron Rodgers is not playing. No, they rooted for the Packers. We just said on another episode that we gonna, we don't care who plays in the Redskins right. uniform. As long as they're productive, we're going to root. And, and by the way, if they sorry, we still root for them. We just agonize with them. There's been years when I've given up on the Wizards. Why didn't even want to watch them? Because they had nothing. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's they had no nothing else. They had to really focus on. They had Swaggy P and um, the other big battle that plays out in Golden State now that actually won the championship. The big light skinned dude, Javel McGee. McGee. I wasn't watching that. <laughs> I wasn't watching that. I couldn't even watch John Wall when he first started because John Wall was young and out of control. So I was like, hey, I'm just going to watch the game. You know what I mean? I'm not into my team. Right. The NFL. Has a has a like this kind of sense of community thing, and I think also this is my this is this is my last point. We in the more liberal states, we mean you, we in DC, mm-hmm. right? The blue the blue states, we kind of sleep on what goes on in Middle America and yeah, in the South, of and we kind of sleep on how like you could be in a town and that that town it has nothing but but football the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Or like Cleveland, or Ohio, Cleveland. basically. Yeah. yeah, like see how LeBron cried when he won that championship for them. He didn't cry when yeah, he won it for Miami because it meant something, right? There are there, you know, there are there are towns that are just all they care about is Alabama football or whatever. Right. So football may become less popular in New York, less popular in LA, less popular in DC, right? Parents may say, "I want my kids go play some basketball, mm-hmm. go play this," right? But in Texas. Yeah, they're always Floor. Be playing football. And that's where the players come from. Listen to these dudes get interviewed. They all like, yeah, my I they all from they all gold right. mouth, dreadlock wearing <laughs> country, country boys. It's rare when you hear a New York accent coming out of one of these dudes' mouths. So to your point about where the where the crop of players is gonna come from, I don't see Texas people saying I'm not gonna let my kid play football. Mm-hmm. I don't see Floridians saying I'm not gonna let my kids play football. In terms of the international face I think that that's always going to happen as long as there's a superstar that pops up. But there's, that only happens once a generation. I mean, so. but even if you have players that are generated out of these areas, which you have to – what the NFL has to hope to sustain mm-hmm. and increase is the viewership. Mm-hmm. Because you're, you're going to always be able to increase – I mean, excuse me, to um, breed players. Right. But is anyone going to be watching – that's mm-hmm. the issue that the NFL is going to be having. And if they're not watching that, yeah. now what are they going to be watching? But do you really... Now that's Okay, so now we're just going to debate. Be real with yourself. Mm-hmm. The NFL, even in this season, is a hell of a test, right? There was an active push to not watch NFL football this year. There right. was an active push. For two from, reasons, actually. Well, I don't even think there was one reason, not to, right? Right. One was definitely Ka- the Kaepernick and the race thing. What would be the other one? I mean, just two ends of the races. Oh, oh okay, got so, you. Like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? like, two, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. Same issue, yeah. But yes. people were not watching yes. for two different reasons. Yes, you're 100 percent right. On the on the on the on the uh, Joe Redneck side, it was you ain't gonna disrespect my anthem, and I ain't gonna watch no game when them boys disrespecting the anthem. Right. And on the on the on the BLM side, right. On the, on the on the black folks side, it was you're not gonna treat our players this way. And, and if so Cap that's the case, if Cap don't get a job, then I ain't we're watching. not playing. Cap never got a job. Right. They never stopped kneeling either. And they never stopped started watching. They never, the numbers stayed. Down. No, but the numbers aren't down as see. But the see, numbers aren't down. They're down, as but much, but, but if I'm a, down. But, but listen, but if I'm a business mm-hmm. and I say, yo, you put that in front of me. If I'm H and M right now, mm-hmm. right, 
H and M just had the little silly situation with the boy wearing I'm the, the, the dopest monkey or whatever. Coolest shirt. monkey. <laughs> I'm sorry, this shirt is so stupid. Anyway, um, I'm almost tempted to buy that shirt just because it's, it's that ridiculous. But anyway, if I'm H and M and I own H and M and I go, wow, I just got I just got confronted with like an awful problem. Like I didn't anticipate this problem. I didn't. We were doing great, and all of a sudden now I am the face of racism. I am the my my logo is the is a swastika basically right, and my sales dip, and I say hey you put it in front of me and, and then my lawyers and go look you're 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 facing uh you know a forty percent drop in sales and I go oh my god forty percent fuck what do I do they go well let's wait and see if that's happening that's just what we think could happen and then I only dropped twenty like well shit. Right, it's only half of what you expected. I might be okay. Mm-hmm. If I'm the NFL and you tell me, if you tell me the owners and, and Roger Goodell two years ago that, yo, Kaepernick on one end, the black people are not going to watch your game because Colin Kaepernick is not going to get a job. And on the other end, the white people are going to get so upset that the president of the United States is going to come out and tell people not to watch the game. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I've already had three games this season that was some of my highest rated ever. The Redskins Cowboy game mm-hmm. was the highest rated. What was that? Um, Thursday night football mm-hmm. was the, one of the highest rated Thursday night football games ever. Well, that goes to the rivalry. I mean, you're going to have all of the Cowboys fans but and n- all of the Redskins fans. But your numbers watching. aren't dipping, is what I'm saying. Your numbers are it, well in that aspect, they're right? Not. But you have you have, and I'm not going to you know dominate this. I'm just saying it with, with you have. Numbers are dipping across the board when it comes to television, anyway. No one's watching TV as much as they used to anyway. Right. Well, there's different venues, different ways to watch games right. anyway. You can watch so football games on Twitter. So these numbers that you're watching, that they're collecting from uh-huh. Nielsen yeah. on TV, aren't collecting exactly. the streams from maybe Facebook or Twitter exactly. or uh, Firestick or these other uh, online capabilities. So my argument is that the NFL remains consistent. Mm-hmm. Until I see a lack in consistency, I don't fear that the NFL, because the NFL remains on top because it remains consistent. Also, it gives you, it, it does the, what I call the outcast rule. And you tell me what you think about this. It doesn't oversaturate this market. Now, one thing that has concerned me about the NFL is that they kind of try to oversaturate their product by, by giving, showing so much. By giving Thursday night games okay. all year. But and I actually, this. I love, see, I love football so mm-hmm. much. I actually think the NBA, now this goes against my argument. This is just a Thank personal you do that view, for me. but still, hey, but I like the win. It's because the game, what mm-hmm. uh, basketball games are what two and a half to three hours. Mm-hmm. Basketball is on seven days out of the week. Yes, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, yeah. Saturday, and Sunday. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind watching that much football. That's just me. So I, I don't necessarily feel an issue with that. The issue that I feel was is if you're going to add these extra days to it, mm-hmm. and yeah, you can't kind of predict this when you're setting the schedule, mm-hmm. but these need to be some fire-ass games. Yeah, that's, yeah. The that's the problem for me yeah. in the viewership yeah. and why I declined. The right. Monday night games weren't as good. Right. The Thursday night games weren't as good. Right. And the Saturday games are pretty much towards the end of the season. Yeah, and they've always While done people that. are trying to get into the playoffs, and yeah. clearly... Once we get into the playoffs. Yeah. But I don't know how the NFL can necessarily fix that because that also goes to injuries. This was a year where a lot of um, a lot of star players had season-ending injuries. They weren't mm-hmm. just out for a week or two. They were out for the whole season. Aaron Rodgers yeah. or Odell Beckham. Yeah. Faces of these games. So mm-hmm. when you have now the Giants who lost their 
star the the star how how you recognize the Giants is no longer Eli Manning. How yeah. you recognize the Giants is from Odell Beckham. Well, if you no longer have Odell Beckham for the rest mm-hmm. of the season, it's going to be hard to get people to want to watch out of a outside of a Sunday. Mm-hmm. To get you to watch the Giants face anybody, unless that other team is a lot more healthy and has their star player. You need to go to law school. Because I'm gonna tell you why you why you need to go to law school. I'm I'm actually disrespecting you because you because you're making you you're making arguments for me. Because even with that, right? Think about what the NFL faced this year, right? Injuries, horrific ones. We talked about it with Nate Burleson, where we were all we, at that point. We were saying, "Wow, these big injuries!" But look at these young players that propped up, and then two of those young players are hurt: mm-hmm. Carson Wentz and um and Deshaun um Deshaun, yeah, and Deshaun Watson. Thank you. So with injuries, with that, people were still watching the Giants because it's the Giants, right? Well, that because goes they're to watching point the that helmet. you're sold on, right? Because mm-hmm. you're sold on the team, mm-hmm. and the culture, and sure, football right. Giants. You know, right. it's exactly what we said in a previous right. show. You know, recap on the Redskins. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter who's in the Burgundy mm-hmm. and Gold. Mm-hmm. I'm watching them regardless. I love Kirk. Love to watch him play. But if he were in a orange and blue jersey next year or mm-hmm. green and white jersey next year, that's cool. I won't be watching. I won't be watching. I'll be watching the new guy that's probably going to get tore up. Yeah. But if you think about it, again, I mean, just to the saturate the market point, the NFL has this thing where, like I say, I call it the outcast rule where outcast used to make you wait. Like, damn, and you know, two chains give you an album every other week. Mm-hmm. And we love two chains, right. right? But then but but Cass, Kendrick, Cole, right. the stars, Beyonce, Jay Z. Mm-hmm. You gotta wait. Damn, you, you damn that Jay Z album came out four years ago. What's gonna happen? Oh, here's four forty four, man. I made you wait long enough. <laughs> you be, the NFL only gives you sixteen games. I'm sorry, if you count the playoffs, it's uh twenty? Yeah. Let's call it 20 games, right? You get 20 games a season, 20 or 21 games a season, pretty much. 21 weeks of football. Then you got a whole offseason. What's happening during that offseason, though? What are we doing? Talking. We're still talking, We're about, talking football. about football. Who are they going to draft? We watch the combine. We don't watch the NBA combine. Now, people can try to turn it into, well, it's just a bunch of slaves running around. No, we still watch the combine. No, but it's much more exciting. That's why yeah. you're watching, too. You know, it's Because it's anticipation. Right. And it's a complete it, the the emotion that it provokes from yeah. you is completely different. Yeah. There's outside of like dunking and mm-hmm. where NBA is. There's those are what you're looking for the stars. I to think do. I won. You're, you got to have the stars kind of. I don't think you won. I think I won. No, well, go ahead. Go well, ahead. Uh huh. I never said I truly picked the NBA, but I oh. honestly, <laughs> hey. no, to my, to my yeah. heart, I'm uh-huh. never gonna stop watching football. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing mm-hmm. crazy that went on last mm-hmm. year, last season doesn't deter me because I'm yeah. so invested into it and that's my point. Yeah. Fo- I think football teams are handed down. The yeah. love of football teams yeah. and you're, it's an investment yeah. from family to family. You're yeah. not investing from player to player because by the time I see this player yeah. my kid's not going to see this player. I'm invested in LeBron James now. Mm-hmm. I actually started off with Allen Iverson. Mm-hmm. He's long gone. Mm-hmm. I'm still a fan of his but I can't. It's hard to push that to the next generation. I can gloss over and show, you know, different clips, mm-hmm. but the football team is going to still stand, period. And it, exactly. And, and you know, so now, since I've won now, I will just talk about this since I've defeated you in this argument, no, you know, no, whatever. The people fine. will let you know. The people will let us know. So anyway, um, I think that, you know, the reason why baseball and boxing fell off, and I don't know if the NFL would have this problem, but it could if what you talk about happens, right? And, it's, you know, I don't know how this is going to sound. Just know that I'm not trying to sound offensive or, or, or anything like that. But, you know, baseball, there aren't many Americans playing the game. 
And especially in the black community, there aren't a lot of black people playing the game, right? So when you look at the game, you don't really see, you know, you don't really relate to some of the players that are playing, right? A lot of players come from, you know, from, um, um, you know, they come from uh, the southern, the southern um, countries, right? They come from, the, you know, Cuba. They come from Brazil. They, you know, they, a, it's a national game, so it works nationally. Baseball still is international. People love why a lot of Japanese players in baseball, right? But there aren't many people from your hometown that you watch. And that's what baseball used to be, right? Same thing with boxing. They aren't a lot of, like, American boxing. They say that clearly in baseball. Like, we need, I mean, in boxing, we need a great American in order for Americans to want to watch boxing, right? You know what I mean? So, like, you know, boxing's big in other countries because, you know, like Manny Pacquiao, they, he represents them. Right. You know what I mean? The only one we had was Floyd Mayweather, and he wasn't a real likable guy. We watched him to lose, you know what I'm saying? And, by the way, those fights, were, people would, you know. They're lackluster anyway, but that's a whole nother But people watched them. Because you had to start. I would like to see the numbers on that too, because yeah. I would think that the numbers have declined. They, it, seeing what his strategy was in the fight, the last two or three did because he. Okay. But that whatever, that's not neither here nor there, right? But so if if football has that issue where people stop watching football, I mean, stop playing, then then that problem, my bad, that problem. Uh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that problem could um that could be a true problem, right? Daddy just scolded me for playing around with the, with the SD cards. Um, that could be that could be a problem. But I don't think it, and, and also what could be a problem is that basketball is definitely more international than football. Football is trying to be international by, you know, oh, we're going to play in Europe, we're going to play here. You know what I mean? I don't think but it's really working. But you see NBA now trying to do as well. NBA they just had a game. always done it, though. Uh, last week with that, no, a couple of ga- uh, days ago, mm-hmm. Boston yeah. and the Sixers played in London smack dab in the middle of the afternoon. I yeah. really thought it was a tight And they've been doing, and see, here's the thing. <laughs> But now they're making clearly they're yeah. bringing it to the forefront, and they've been winning because because the game and, and um, I forgot one of the one of the, the shows when we were researching this when they brought this point up that after the ninety two Olympics the game became global mm-hmm. when they got to see not only did the world get to see oh my god here's Jordan here's Magic that another but Tony Kukoc was in those Olympics right so the NBA scouts got to see Tony Kukoc mm-hmm. they got to see your European players so they started bringing those players over to the states now you got Dirk Nowitzki now you got the Greek freak. Now you got these guys that come from all over and they've actively changed the game. The way you play the game is more European now. Seven foot dudes shooting threes that didn't happen in the in the eighties and nineties. You didn't play street ball like that. So you don't think that's gonna bring more no, viewership? No, no, no. So I'm I'm so since I already so won the argument. Know. We play a double advocate on both sides. Nah, I'm, 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 look, I'm, I'm like, look, yeah, we do, we do, we both, we both look. And there are really good arguments, honestly, yeah, to yeah. both. And uh, if you really can't find where the money is going, uh-huh. seriously, there is no argument. Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. the NFL is still surpassing in the revenue, it's going to be really hard to kind of predict that. I think a lot of the articles that I've read of guys that have kind of given their opinion is a lot of it's because mm-hmm. they've played basketball. Yeah, I haven't really heard. Um, from the NFL side, and maybe mm-hmm. we can, you know, bring somebody on the show to kind of give us what they're. Uh, and I, I think that there's a we, can, yeah, absolutely, let's do that. And I think there's a nasty taste right now with a guy like Kareem. I feel Kareem. Kareem is awesome. Kareem's probably like, let's put the foot on their neck because I think this league is racist. Exactly. You know what I mean? I think there's a nasty taste in people's mouths right now. Or not even when it just com- that that they're racist. I would just say that they handle social issues so poorly. poorly. The NBA is very open mm-hmm. about allowing their players like mm-hmm. LeBron and Carmelo. Anthony and Kevin mm-hmm. Durant, black faces speak about their own stories. And they have it's a black owner. Stories, exactly. They have a black owner. Whereas the yeah. NFL, like yeah. I said, is yeah. kind of like hush hush. Mm-hmm. We know these issues, but yeah. we don't really want you speaking about them because right. we, how we've developed this this sport has been a speak less and do more. Yeah, and it, and it disconnected. 
They're, they're a bunch of old white guys, except for the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're pretty much a bunch of old white men that have an outlook on the world that they are outdated. That's outdated, right? When the NBA, they're a bunch of old white owners in the NBA, don't get it twisted. But you also have Mark Cuban in the NBA. You also have Michael Jordan right. in the NBA, right? You have more liberal guys, black people, you uh, know. Bus and um, the yeah, Lakers. The, the bus family, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah, so, you know. To, to wrap this one up, we do this in fun. And we do want to see what you guys think, really. We do want to know what you want Yeah, we're going to put a poll on the page. And yes. we, we're going to do a vote. And I really, I am interested to hear from other people. Because, mm-hmm. again, like I said, we both enjoy, we enjoy both sports. So mm-hmm. we're coming and playing devil's advocate and playing around. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a true question. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, a, a true thought, honestly. Let's yeah. say five, ten years, ten mm-hmm. years down the road. What do you all think? Last question. Would that be a bad thing if the NBA surpasses the NFL? Let's just say it does. Well, do you think that's a negative thing? Negative thing, it would be hard to classify what's negative. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if the NBA were to do this, mm-hmm. I don't see how the NFL is able to come back up because of yeah. your point of they haven't increased, they uh-huh. just haven't fell off. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So they yeah. stay complacent, and we yeah. know what can happen with complacency. Yeah. So with that being said, the NFL might want to shake some things up in a more mm-hmm. positive direction. You can see them making small mm-hmm. um, changes. Like, for instance, they brought back the celebration. Yeah. Bring us back the fun. See, football yeah. actually used to be fun. The fun bunch, mm-hmm. the halls and stuff. Mm-hmm. You've seen a lot less of that. And you see basketball being a lot more fun. A lot of these these mm-hmm. two and three all-star teams have become this brotherhood. And, mm-hmm. you know, the banana boat crew. Mm-hmm. And You know what I mean? You could kind of mm-hmm. see... The NBA, honestly, though, no, they're kind of being a little bit more adaptive. See, back yeah. in the day in the 80s and the 90s, to your point about, you know, let's say, for instance, uh, the Detroit Pistons and the Bulls, mm-hmm. they were fighting. Like, yeah. there was no brotherhood. You yeah. knew that they were friends clearly off the court. Clearly, there was no social media, so but you couldn't helped. really see it. But that wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, that was a lot, the competition was a lot different. Mm-hmm. Now you're watching a softer NBA team, you yeah. know, Kumbaya, yeah. where, you know, we're being friends. We're hugging. We're giving kind mm-hmm. words at the end of the game. You can see the NFL kind of trying to sneak in, do their own version of that, which is the signing of the jersey. So mm-hmm. what I would do was kind of keep my eye on what the NBA is doing and try yeah. to tweak that and continue to do it. Because, again, because the NFL has not necessarily increased mm-hmm. but had just stayed consistent, there's a possibility that you can fall off. If the NBA is able to produce – Younger stars, quicker and at a faster rate, more stars at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna have a problem. Yeah, I'll just be quick because I think those are excellent points, and, and, and you know, I, I, I echo both of them. I just think that if the NFL does fall off, then you'll only have one popular league, and you need more. Than, I, I like that the NBA compliments the NFL. I like that when the NFL ends, the NBA is a totally different game and you, it, it's like, you know, the NFL is intense and you watch it every week and you're sitting on your hands and you're stressed out during the games, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then the NBA is more like, oh man, I did that highlight film was great, oh man, this, I can't wait to the summer to see this going to happen, this, that, another, you know, it's a little more, uh, it's less intense than the, in the NFL and I like that and I think that if the NFL falls and you know that boxing is already falling, that baseball isn't where it was and it's not coming back, right. you know, um, that's a pretty scary reality. Yeah, that we that it'll only be one dominant league, and it's a sports fan. It don't mean much for life because right. these guys will still get paid. Baseball players will still get paid. Boxers will still get paid. Right. But just for but the for enjoyment, I want two leagues. I don't want a league to fall off. I don't. Right. I definitely don't want the NBA. I love the NBA, and I definitely don't want the NFL to fall off. So I want them both to improve and do better. Great conversation. Yep. Great conversation. All right, y'all. We're going to wrap this thing up again. Hit us on the social. Let us know what you want. Um, let, let us know who won. Clearly, I won. So, you know, mm. you just go ahead and do that. Come on, same pretty little Danny. Oh, girl my out. God. Pretty, see, that sounds so much better than <laughs> Team Adam. And follow us. 
know what to do. Yes, yes, yes. That's opinionated AF on Facebook, yep. opinion underscore AF on Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow us both. I'm at Pretty Little Danny. I'm MSR underscore Adam. Until next time, we out.